everybody. Welcome to Was Basketball Weekly, the show that takes an inside look at the Emory Henry men's and women's basketball programs featuring the head coaches Ben Thompson and Jacqueline Dickens. I'm your host, Galil Shakir, here with my lovely co-host Matt Spencer. Matt, how are you doing today? I'm doing pretty well. Happy to be here. Coach D, how are you? I'm good, you? I'm doing pretty good. I'm happy to be here as well. Coach, thank you for coming in uh, today to chat with us. Obviously, the first question uh, on the road against Limestone, we have to address a buzzer beater game winner uh, that Mimi Trainum hit to beat Limestone on the road this past Saturday. Uh, that shot ended up winning the game for you all with a score of 70 to 69. I remember seeing some of our men's players uh, before our game was like running on the court to celebrate <laughs> with you all, which was awesome to see. Um, from your kind of point of view, can you walk us through that last play? Yeah, um, definitely not how it was planned to work out um but we had some angels watching over us for that play for sure and um that that shot's definitely going to be one of the greatest memories but the plan was uh and again i drew it up and put people in positions that were different than they typically play to get the right person hopefully getting the shot and potential layup and then if not the layup then the shot um however i did not uh I was not I don't think I was clear enough. <laughs> but um the, what we got uh ended up being a broken play and uh Mimi saving it to pass it to Emma and then Emma just finding Mimi right in the corner wide open for a three that was automatic. So uh it was exciting and she was due. She had hit a couple um that game as well, so she, uh, I think she was due another big one, so that was exciting. Yeah, I know talking with you and some of the other coaches, um, we had an off day on that Wednesday before. Rumor has it she put in a couple thousand shots. So clearly that uh, that extra work on that off day must have helped and gave her uh, that confidence to hit that shot, which was awesome to see. Yeah. Now correct me if I'm wrong. This is the second broken play game winner of the year? <laughs> yeah, um, at King, uh, same thing. Just a, And the stop before um, – at Limestone, we got in a jump ball, which I thought they had walked, but uh, got the jump ball, got it back, and then same thing. We had a great look, but um, Mimi was knocked down and I think fouled, in my opinion, but um, it didn't work out. So, again, uh, they were on our side. Angels were on our side to help us get that ball back um, and just was down two, hit a three to win it. Um, but it, same thing at King. He just played a great defensive position possession that got an easy look so Mimi hit the game winner this one got the assist for the game winner the last one mm -hmm. I mean great two great plays by Mimi yep. to to get two wins and I say that uh jump ball that's probably the most animated I've seen you <laughs> when she thought it was a walk I, coach D was the most animated <laughs> I've ever seen you on the sideline she was like no 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 and he was like can you hear me <laughs> Um, he and he was the referee was like it's your ball and I'm like it doesn't matter if it's our ball or not like it was a jump ball not a walk I mean it was a walk and yeah. I've watched it but not I haven't watched the clip to where I can zoom it in to see if she actually did so I might have been wrong but it really I really thought um, we got a walk out of it but again, you never know well it worked out in your favor for sure absolutely coach coach that uh, that third quarter versus limestone was a really good start. Uh, a good run for you all in that game. You outscored the Saints 17-8. to 
in the third quarter as well as going out of 22 to 19. Uh, in the fourth quarter, which was a little bit closer, but that third quarter was obviously really big to start that second half. What did you tell your girls at halftime on the road? It was not a hostile environment, but there was cheerleaders and the band was loud. Uh, and what was a must-win game, for some would say, what, what were you telling your girls at halftime? I can't, I, I can't even remember really what we talked about. I know we talked about um, the lob that we were trying to get was not – working um of course we were not throwing it accurately or holding our uh defender off but um so we kind of went away from that and went to uh, you know different stuff on offense i think our defensive intensity picked up um but again i think we just went in saying like that it wasn't you know it, we were a fight back team and that's what we wanted to do this game that you know 10 points is nothing for us that we fought back before um and it wasn't over so I think our defensive intensity picked up, uh, and they didn't hit, hit as many shots. They were like 70% the first quarter and then went cold a little bit, so that helped. Now, we talked about it earlier in one of our earlier meetings today, which you, y'all only sit two games out from eighth place. Uh, you got a must-win game this uh, coming Wednesday against Mars Hill, uh, and then, of course, only three games left in the season. Uh, what are you telling your girls and – practice today I mean to finish out the season yeah we talked about like limestone and Mars Hill are the ones we have to win and then um, we have to surprise one or two others and the two two more on the at home um, Lenore Ryan and LMU I think at home could definitely be winnable um, we just got to play like we're capable of and then hope that other things um, go our way from other games um, there's couple teams that we're right there with that have a very tough schedule as we do um, and then there's one that has a, a little bit of an easier schedule so we got to really uh, really do our job and just uh, hope for some other stuff to happen. Yeah it's definitely a great time to have Bree Arbor come back she missed a handful of games came back against Limestone scored 16 points how good was she in that game and how good can this team be with her and everyone else healthy? Yeah, I think um, she makes a difference. And I know uh, scoring is what everybody looks at, you know, the, her 16 points, and she averages right, probably right at 18. But um, we, when we press, we're so much better with her. Uh, when we play a 1-3-1, one, one, we're so much better with her because of her length. Um, you, you know, there are people that are stepping up, have stepped up with her being out, but now they're st they've stepped up plus the addition of her coming back will be exciting. So I think, you know, just her length and her rebounding um, and stuff on defense is a big help as well. It takes a little, you know, it takes another defender off the others that are on our team. Yeah, I actually thought she was out for the year. I didn't speak to you personally about it, uh, her injuries that she was dealing with. And I remember I was leaving after our practice, and I saw her in a jersey, and I got excited. Um, <laughs> I think she has kind of like a pink uh, cast on her thumb, but she's yeah. okay. She's tough, and she'll play through it. So it was nice to see her in practice the other day before that game Saturday. Uh, and I think the girls as well appreciate having her back, as you know. And you have, I think, two other girls that are out, but. Um, you know, I think this is the right time to get one of your top players back and healthy uh, for a chance to make the run uh, into the conference tournament. With the sack, you know, there's a lot of ups, a lot of downs, wins, losses, a lot of bright spots, lows, highs. Uh, what has been a bright spot for you this season? Yeah, I wouldn't just say the sack. I would say basketball in general, <laughs> yeah. coaching in general, playing in general. Um, you just – you can't, like – and 
you, it's easier said than done. You can't like get so high on the highs and get so low on the lows. And again, it's easier said than done. But just to focus on the next game and um, be ready for the next game and prepare and know that every one of them is important. Coach, we finish off the season with a favorable schedule in terms of being at home. Uh, the next three out of our four games are at home. We play Mars Hill on Wednesday. That is a home game. We play LR. That's Lenore Ryan again on Saturday. Having two home games, you know, back-to-back to close out the season is extremely helpful, I think, in, when it comes to making a run. Uh, what is the biggest message to your girls as we close out the regular season? Yeah, just the, like said before, kind of the ones that we have to win and then – uh, the upset, you know, the ones that we're not supposed to win, especially the home games. Um, at Catawba will be really tough, their senior day probably, um, and they sit at number one. So trying to be realistic with where we need to get the wins and what we, how we need to play to pull off an upset and just being realistic. We've talked about that a lot, like even in the game, like realistic about going for a steal, realistic about what shots are taken. Um, so that's what we talk about and, you know, never quitting and, uh, 500 has been our goal. And so to just get close to that, um, we want to every game, take advantage of that. And taking a step away from basketball, Wednesday being play for K and then Saturday as donate life. Uh, anything do you want to say to the fans out there about those two games? I think probably everybody's been affected by some sort of cancer uh, in their life. Um, and so we have an opportunity with the play for Kay. Uh, Kay Yao was a, an amazing figure in women's basketball. And so uh, just that opportunity to raise money and awareness for that and then recognize people that have been affected um, in no matter what cancer. Um, and then the Donate Life, uh, just getting some – Register some donors, uh, new donors to the organization to uh, potentially save a life um, in honor of Mimi's family. Uh, that That's super important to us. Um, we don't talk about it a lot, um, but it's it's been um, a huge, huge thought on all our minds this season. And um, so that game's going to be super important. Um, uh, just hopefully give other people chances to – you know, be have a organ donated to them in need. So, well, coach, um, you know, personally, we're obviously rooting for you and the women's team to make this conference tournament. Not only to to do that, but also finish the season strong, um, wins or losses. And I think it's important that as coaches, no matter what the outcome is, that we're still doing our best uh, job as coaches to make it a positive impact for our players. You know, four regular season games left in the season. Again, personally, I just wanted to wish you luck, and, you know, we'll be watching and supporting you. I appreciate y'all. Y'all always huge support, so I appreciate that. Absolutely. We support you in everything you do. Thank you. <laughs> Coach, again, we appreciate you coming in and taking your Mondays and spending it with us. We always appreciate it. Yep. We always have a good laugh with you on Mondays as well. So Good, and I look forward to it. <laughs> Coach, thank, you. thank you for the insight, and we look forward to hearing you next week. All right, sounds good. Thank All you. Right, thank Thanks. you. Locally owned and operated since 1914, Food Country USA provides customers quality and value with products sourced from farms in our regions. From the farm to our stores to your table, Food Country USA. We are now here with head coach Ben Thompson. Coach, thanks for coming in to chat today. How are you? Good. Thanks for having me. Of course. 
Yeah, our men's team enjoyed a much-needed bye this past Wednesday to recover and get healthy uh, from what has been a pretty grueling season. Um, what has been your biggest takeaway so far at this point in the year with where we're at? Yeah, I just feel like we're not uh, consistent enough. It's kind of like my golf game. You know, like some days I'll drive the ball well and can't putt or can't hit my irons. You know, there's some days where we defend better than others and we can't make shots and turn the ball over or, you know, we shoot it well and we take care of the ball, but we don't defend. We just – there's not been a whole, lot of, a whole lot of games this year where we've really, really put it together. Um, you know, missing some key personnel obviously hurts as well, but we've just not been able to – to be consistent enough or disciplined enough uh, with our principles or with our scouting report to to have the success that that you know obviously we all wanted and and expected this year. I mean, there's been so many close games uh, that we've just come out on the short end of, and so it's it's very frustrating. The team has been playing with a lot better effort the last few games. Uh, what has been said so far with the last few games so far as effort? Yeah, I mean, I think it's been better in spurts, but I still just don't think that we've had the consistent effort. Um, you know, missed assignment here, or not blowing up a ball screen there, or not helping the helper. And, um, you know, I, I think that we've been playing hard, uh, but I still don't think that our effort has been to the level or consistency that we've, we've needed to be successful. We dropped a close one to Limestone on the road this past Saturday, which uh, what feels like was another close game where we were within a few possessions. There's been a handful of games this, this past month where we were just right there in the last two or three minutes. You know, although we ended up losing that game, can you talk about just the fight and the resilient – the resilient? oh, wow, I didn't know that word. <laughs> Resiliency? Yes. <laughs> Although we ended up losing this game, can you talk about the fight that this team has shown, that game and other games, like you look at Carson Newman where we were right there and other games with Wise that were close games. Um, talk about a little bit about just those close games with a couple possessions here and there. What do we need to do going forward to turn those losses into wins? Yeah, I think you know we've got to give – more consistent effort uh we've got to be disciplined in what we're doing whether it's our principles or the scouting report or, or whatever it may be um, and then we've got to be smarter and make better decisions uh especially late game you know not you know i think against limestone there's a couple times we dribbled into a trap and had some live ball turnovers or made some ill-timed passes that led to runouts and easy buckets for them and you know those are you know four to six point swings and so um you know, if, if if you turn the ball over and it's a live ball turnover, you know, you're taking at least, you know, potentially two points away from you if the other team scores on a layup. I mean, that's at least four points, you know. And so you string two to three of them together uh, and it can really cost you. So I think we've got to be more disciplined. Uh, we've got to – the effort has to be the floor, uh, not the ceiling. Um, you know, we've got to play hard and, and uh, you know, just execute better down the stretch and make smarter decisions. I know we haven't seen success so far as notches in the win column, but we have seen some individual success. Uh, Jacob Dar is coming to his own, averaging 21 points over the last nine games. What have you seen from him so far as on the offensive end? Yeah, I think he's getting more comfortable and kind of understanding, um, you know, where he fits into our system. Uh, you know, there were some games where he was scoring a lot, but he was taking a lot of shots to get it, whereas, you know, the other day at Limestone, I think he had 27, but he, he – took like you know maybe 18 12 shots it was was it tw was it 18 yeah shot nine for 18 from the field okay so you know 18 shots for uh 27 points is you know way more efficient than scoring 
29 on 27 shots, right? And so I think he's become more efficient, um, you know, and and I think, you know, there's times where he kind of breaks it off and, and will go to the basket. But I think he's looking for it to come to him more than just trying to force it. And so I think he's starting to, to move the ball better, but understanding that, you know, there's times where he can go get it. But I, I think to your question, I think he's starting to become more comfortable in the offense and kind of where he fits into the system. Now, although we are mathematically eliminated from making the conference tournament this year, uh, what are you hoping to see from this group in the last four games of the regular season? Four wins. You know, I think we're going to keep playing until they tell us we can't, right? So uh, we're going to fight, uh, claw, scratch, you know, grind it out and play hard and, and see if we can uh, kind of end the season on a four-game streak. That would be nice heading into the off season. We play both Mars Hill and LR this week, uh, both winnable games. Uh, what do we need to do to kind of win those games this week? Yeah, I think against Mars Hill, we've got to be able to handle the pressure. Uh, we really struggled against them last time when we played late in the game with some of that. So that'll be big, uh, you know, doing some of the things that I mentioned earlier, um, you know, as far as discipline and effort, uh, it'll be big for both games. Uh, LR poses a little bit different of a problem because they're much bigger uh, than Mars Hill is. And so, you know, we're going to have to really rebound the ball um, against LR. Not that we won't against Mars Hill. I mean, uh, but LR does a much better job of that. And, um, you know, so I think the biggest thing against Mars Hill is taking care of the ball, not turning it over. And then the biggest thing against LR is going to be the rebounding battle. And, Coach, with the possibility of returning essentially almost every single player that we have on our roster now, you add in Christian Drummer, who's had a year-long injury, Kevin Taylor as well with a knee injury, Patrick Antonelli as well with a shoulder injury. Now add those three guys potentially to the mix with our 2024 recruiting class. Looking a little bit forward to next year, how good can this team be if everything goes well? I think it would be really good. you know. And I think that doesn't even bring up Bradley Wolf, who at mm -hmm. times is – insanely dominant in practice and oh, yeah. so you know getting those four guys back I think will be a big shot in the arm plus the other guys that are coming in and um, you know I think some some of our uh, younger guys got a lot of experience this year that they might not have gotten otherwise and so hopefully playing the long game that'll help us in the long run um, but uh, I fully expect us to to compete next year not only to make the the conference tournament but uh, my goal is that we compete for a conference championship next year. Yeah, so next year is the first year that all athletics at Emory & Henry can play for a uh, national championship and make a national tournament. Obviously, with your experience at LMU, a team in this league, you've been to the national championship. Uh, just from your experience from being there, you know, I'm not going to ask like, what it takes because obviously you know what it takes, but what is the level of detail that needs to be done, I guess not speaking just for basketball, but for every sport, for a team to essentially become, because LMU has been a national powerhouse for years, and you were there for a year and went to the Natty. Like What, what goes into the day-to-day -day for a team that's essentially a top five team in the country, at, for, I guess for any sport? Yeah, I think the biggest thing is consistency. You know, like even in different places, like for instance, when I was at St. Leo, uh, we did not have a great season. We were struggling. But... Florida Southern came in as the number two team in the country. Uh, the number one team had lost earlier that day, and our kids were locked in uh, to the scouting report, to what we were doing, and, and everything clicked. And, you know, we blew out the number two team in the country by 20 points, right, mm -hmm. on our home court. And so, you know, yeah, there's times where you can get up for those games and you can, you know, win in a one-off. But 
to compete at a national level, you've got to be able to do that day in and day out. You've got to be, you've got to have the discipline and the detail, you know, to follow a scouting report or to do the little things like, yeah, I know my, my buddy is the help guy, but I've got to be the help, the helper. And then do we have the, have the help, the helpers help after that? You know, Mm -hmm. do we block out every possession? Do we, you know, crash like we're supposed to? Do we change sides of the floor? Do we dive when we're supposed to? Do we zoom when we're supposed to? Do we go shoulder to hip on ball screens? You know, like there's there's a million little things, but you've got to do as many of them as you can the right way. And basketball is a game of mistakes. And generally, in most games, the team that plays the hardest and has the least amount of mistakes is generally the team that wins. And so the more detailed that you can be and the more little things that you can be good at, you lessen your chance of making those mistakes. And so um, this year our margin for error was really small. And so uh, because of injuries and, and depth issues and, and a lot of different things, uh, youth, you know, our, our, our margin for error was really small. And so um, – you know, like when the year when we were at LMU, I think we averaged beating people by like 28 points a game. It was crazy. We had a very large margin for error. Mm-hmm. But they didn't say, okay, we've got a large margin for error. Like, let's just be flippant with what we're doing. They had the large margin for error because of, you know, the monotony of doing the little things day in and day out. Uh, and so, you know, the better off that you can be at details and small things, the larger your margin for error will be because you'll be better at some of those things – you know, you won't make as many mistakes, you know. And so, you know, I heard Greg Popovich speak at the Final Four a few years ago, and the Spurs, you know, have argue, arguably in the last 25 years, you know, along with the Lakers, um, you know, have been probably the, the two most standard bears in, you know, the NBA. And Greg Popovich just mentioned he talked about consistency. And, and so, you know, he's a fiery guy, but the Spurs have the exact – same practice schedule every single day they don't deviate from it it's the exact same every day and so he's been able to get those guys on the spurs um you know i think they've won five or six championships in the last 20 some years 25 years he's been able to get those guys to be able to fight through the monotony of doing the same thing every day and being detail oriented. And so, you know, not getting bored with the process, not falling in love with the results, but being more of a, a, a warrior in the process, you know, and so I think those are some things that, that we've got to do better as we head in, into next season. With a season like this that doesn't go the way, obviously, we wanted it to, what do you look to do differently next year? Yeah, we're going to have to sit down in the off season and, and uh, you know, figure out, what we can do to make it easier for our guys, you know, is, or, you know, is, is it something that we're going to have to change systematically? Is it something personnel related? So I, th- I think as a staff, we'll have to sit down and try to figure that out uh, in the off season heading into next year. Yeah, coach, as Cleo mentioned, obviously not uh, the type of season that we've wanted in terms of wins, but for you personally, what has been a bright spot or I guess many bright spots for you this season personally, whether it's in coaching or outside of coaching? Yeah, I think, um, you know, my faith uh, in Jesus Christ and God, you know, gets me through a lot of tough times. My family, um, you know, because Josh and Ava don't really care how my day was. Uh, you know, when I walk through the door, you know, I'm getting hugs and daddy come play with me, daddy come wrestle, or Ava wants me to hold her. And so that stuff has been able to kind of keep keep my 
priorities in the right spot, even amidst a, a, a bad year. Um, and then I think our guys, you know, <laughs> it's a good and a bad thing, but uh, I think college basketball players in general don't dwell on losses as much as maybe they used to. Mm-hmm. They get over things a lot more quickly. And so that's a good and a bad thing. Uh, it can be a strength and a weakness. Um, in the strength part, you know, I, I still think our guys are having fun and joking around and, you know, they still have some joy in the stuff that we're doing. They still make each other laugh, whether it's picking on each other or, you know, Moynihan coming up with some kind of mm-hmm. crazy, uh, you know, video or, or picture or whatever. So the fact that they've been able to have some joy uh, through a midst of struggle uh, is something that, that's kind of helped helped me through it as well. Mm-hmm. So, Coach, again, thank you for taking the time to chat with us. We uh, play Mars Hill on Wednesday and LR on Saturday, both very winnable games for us. Uh, I know we'll be locked in. Uh, anything else you want to add to the end of the show? Well, I think the Mars Hill game on Wednesday is Think Pink, right? Play for K. Play for K. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so I know Coach is probably going to do some stuff uh, about cancer, but uh, that game for me, hopefully I won't get too emotional, that game for me will be for my grandmother, Ruth Thompson, who died in 1992 uh, from multiple myeloma. Uh, and so that's who I'll be. That's who I'll be playing and coaching for. And then Saturday will be Senior Day, uh, where we're honoring Patrick Antonelli and Evan Burton. Um, you know, and then the following Wednesday against LMU will, will be our last home game. So we got three home games in a row, and mm-hmm. hopefully Was Nation will come out and, and be loud and proud for us. Definitely, Coach. Good luck. We'll obviously see you at practice later. Uh, but again, thank you and good luck this year. And we'll see you next week. All right. Thank Coach, you, guys. Thank you. Go Was. At Food Country USA, local sourcing is a top priority, providing customers with local products since 1914. Food Country USA has taken pride in providing quality service and value to our neighbors from the farm. Again, we just want to thank Coach Jacqueline Dickens and Coach Ben Thompson for taking the time to chat with us. Uh, talking a little bit about the schedule coming into this week, uh, both teams will play Mars Hill, the men's team being the first game at home uh, for all home games. The men play first. That's going to be a 5.30 start time. Uh, that game will be sponsored by State Line Services, which is uh, the Play for K game. Hope to see you all there. The women will follow that game with a 7.30 start time. Women's had a tough outing against Mars Hill earlier in the year. Our men's team just really barely cruised by Mars Hill earlier in the year. Uh, and then Saturday, February 24th, uh, another home game as the men's team will play Lenore Ryan, as Coach Thompson mentioned, that is senior day, so we're honoring some seniors. That's a 2 p.m. start time, and the women's team will play at 4 p.m. So couple home games coming up, Khalil. Uh, it's always good to be back at home. We typically have a good crowd. What are you looking forward to seeing from uh, both teams, whether it be crowd or the game or whatever it may be? Uh, like you said, it's always good to be back at home. Of course, having our crowd here, normally having the football guys, the baseball guys, just having that good hometown feel is always great. Uh, tired of being on the road. Those long bus trips always get me. Mm-hmm. I don't care what anybody says. The bus is never comfortable. Nowhere, no matter how you lay, no matter what pillow blanket you bring. So it's always good to play in front of a home crowd. Uh, so I'm kind of just ready to play in front of the, our our home hometown. Absolutely. 
Uh, you know, based off some of the play, we can, you know, if any games come close for the women's side, I'm giving the ball to Mimi. She just hit a big-time <laughs> game winner, so I'm uh, looking to see if she can knock down another one. Hopefully it's not a close game. We can get those wins. Um, but Jacob Darf on the men's side has been having some highlight plays. Um, he had a big-time dunk, which, you know, for us was really exciting. Uh, dunk down a kid and transition off a of steal. So we're really excited and hopefully you guys can come out and uh, attend the games this week and this weekend. Again, Wednesday is Play for K. Uh, Saturday is Senior Night. And it's also Donate Life as well. And then next week is our last and final home game. So, again, thank you all for being here. And I will see you all next Monday. See you next week.